What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. My name is Sean Sheehan, and today I am looking back at 2023 for one championship. Um, I'm doing a, a litany of reviews at this time of the year for the uh, big MMA promotions, uh, PFL, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, Cage Warriors. I think I'm throwing in PFL Europe in there as well because it was a very interesting year for, for PFL Europe. And I've, I'll tell you, I'll break the third wall a little bit or the fourth wall, fourth wall a little bit here. Um, I'm not sure which number this will be out, but this is my third one of recording. Uh, and I was just thinking about this before I started. I was like, all of all of these I did them last year and uh, doing them this year. I like to give a kind of a recap of the year to start off. And I think the hardest one to give a recap of the year for is one championship. Because I I went through all the events and I took down notes on how many events there were and other things. And there were 55 one championship events this year. Um, and I'm not going to go through all of those events. I will go through all the, uh, or at least some of the uh, prime video cards. And we started off with Prime Video 6, and we ended up with Prime Video 17. So is that 11 or 12? 12, I believe. Uh, let's count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yes. Um, and that's a lot. That is a lot. Now, that is not a negative for me, necessarily. My initial thought, if you were to ask me in, in one word, how have you enjoyed covering one championship? Has this been a good year for one championship? Um, what what would be the one word you describe? I would describe it as very good. That's two words. Good, great. You know, I I've really enjoyed covering one championship this year. You know, sometimes and it's, for me with, with the UFC has probably been the easiest one to describe this year. It's been a boring year and a like a, a treacherous year to cover the UFC. But I've really enjoyed covering the chasing pack, right? The one championship cards, the PFL cards, but one championship, especially, I, I think this, so this is the Sheehan show. This is my opinion. This is not necessarily the opinion of everyone or like a, um, a, a dissertation on the facts and figures about it. Because I've seen a lot of people talking about one recently and saying, oh, they've kind of gotten away from MMA and they're going to get back to MMA, which we'll talk about towards the end. And a lot of people have been happy that they're kind of getting back to mixed martial arts and having more mixed martial arts um, next year, which, do you know what, I am too. But I don't think, like, if, if, if I hadn't heard people saying that, right, if I hadn't heard people saying they had forgotten about MMA this year, I don't think it's a point I would have made at all. I would have made the point that there's been lots of Muay Thai and lots of kickboxing and lots of grappling, but I, and it's it's a weird way of saying it, but I don't think I would have made the opposite point because I get a lot of MMA. You know, I watch all the UFCs, watch all the PFLs, watch all the cage wires, watch all of everything. And to have something a little bit different, I said this multiple times throughout the year, to have something a little bit different has really been a joy for me. This is the Sheehan show. This is Sean Sheehan talking. And I I thank one championship for doing that. Now, the last card, and we will get we'll go through the cards. The last card had no MMA, right? 
I don't want that. I want I want the majority of these prime cards anyway. I know that the Fight Night cards are mostly kickboxing, Mai Tai and things. Mai Tai, no problem. Perfect. Have all Mai Tai on that even. I want at least half of the fights to be MMA. That's my wish. That is that is my wish. That's what, what I, I think they should do. If they have 12 fights, leave, let's give us six to seven of them at least mixed martial arts. And throw in... A few Muay Thai fights, throw in a few, uh, you know, throw in a few uh, grapple matches, kickboxing matches, whatever you want to do. And I actually like that. And I've grown to like, I'm just looking at the first card here, someone like a Super Bon or someone like a Regan Ercel. I've really grown to enjoy watching these guys fight. And um, I, I personally have not... Being affected negatively by there being less mixed martial arts in one championship this year. When I look at it in the cold light of day and people have made the point, I can say, okay, fair enough. Maybe there has been. And maybe say someone like Rina Derrida not fighting and a few of the, I think there's a couple of champions who haven't fought, uh, is not good and they should be fighting more and there should be um, uh, more championship fights and more more big fights in mixed martial arts absolutely and if they don't do that next year i think it'll become more of a problem but for me this year it hasn't been a noticeable problem um we will talk about the future more towards the end of this i want to go through a a lot of the cards i want to go through um a lot of the results and i also want to name my one championship fighter of the year this one is it's tough honestly and I, i i'm I'll tell you what, I'm undecided as we sit here right now for a couple of the other ones. I think it was uh, it was pretty obvious who my choice was going to be. There was a few contenders for all the promotions. But for one championship, um, I think I know who it's going to be, but I, I'm not sure yet. But we will go through some of these cards inside. Before I do that, though, I'm looking at the one championship website at the moment. And I just want to touch on, for, for historical sake, who are the champions right now? So you might be watching this video back in two or three years' time thinking... What was one championship like in 2023? Maybe it changed an awful lot in 2024, whatever. This is what we have right now, 2023, the champions. And I'm going to name all of them, right? It'll only take a few seconds. Let's do it. MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, everyone they have here. I'm only going to talk about MMA then after that, uh, for the most part. Uh, so the light heavyweight and heavyweight champion right now is Anatoly Malikin, whose name I always pronounce terribly. The... Light heavyweight and heavyweight kickboxing champion is Roman Clelia. The middleweight champion in MMA is Rinia de Ritter. The lightweight and welterweight MMA champion is Christian Lee. The um, uh, uh, welterweight submission grappling champion is Tyree Atolo. His brother Kadri Atolo is the lightweight submission grappling champion. The Muay Thai and kickboxing champion of the lightweight divisions uh, are is... Um, Regan Ersel. No, did I did I make a mistake with Krillia? Krillia is the kickboxing heavy light heavyweight champion and the Muay Thai heavyweight champion. Uh, at featherweight, uh, uh, Tang Kai is the champion, and we have an interim champion of Tan Lee. Um, Sanchai is the Muay Thai featherweight champion. Uh, Alazov is the kickboxing featherweight champion, and the bantamweight champion in MMA is Andraj, the bantamweight champion in kickboxing, and the Muay Thai bantamweight champion is Jonathan Haggerty in flyweight. We have Demetrius Mount Johnson as the champion. Uh, where, well, in uh, Muay Thai, we have um, Rod Tang as a flyweight champion in kickboxing. We have Superlek, uh, the kicking machine, as the champion. Then Mikey Musumeci uh, in submission grappling, flyweight for strawweight. We have champions in Jared Brooks in MMA and in Muay Thai. We have uh, Joseph Lassiri and uh, Pique Sanchai. 
Strawweight kickboxing, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. Jonathan DeBella. Strawweight MMA, we have um, uh, Jing Zhanan. Strawweight uh, for, for the women. For the Strawweight Mai Thai, we have uh, the Hurricane Sundell. We have Sam Fairtex at Adam Wayne MMA. At Adam Wayne Mai Thai, we have Helena, uh, uh, Helena Rodriguez. Adam Kickboxing, JT Todd. Uh, Janet Todd and Animate Separation Grappling, Daniel Kelly. So one championship have a lot of champions right now. <laughs> they have a lot of champions, a lot of those 30 pounds of gold belts, and um, that is good, right? That is good, because all of these cards all have champions on them. All the ones going forward can all have champions on them. Um, and if we are to get... The mixed martial arts champions more active, and we'll go through some of them here in the end as well. It's very good because you have other champions from other disciplines who can be on those cards as well, and get you know get the rub from a lot of the MMA people. And when you put MMA people in and watch this, like myself, they become fans of it. Right. So let's look through some of the cards here. They started off, um, and I'm going to go to the prime video cards here. They started off on the the 13th of January. And uh, I am on the Sherdog pages here, so I have the MMA fights, right? And if, you know, the, the there may be someone doing the Mai Tai fights or something out there, otherwise, but I'm going to do MMA for uh, today. We had, um, on that card, Alan Asang against Galvao. Uh, a really good win for Alan Asang. Gary Tonin also got back to winning ways there, with Shoka Sato also winning on that card. Then we have uh, the seventh uh, card, which was a fight I think between Fabrizio Andrade and John Lineker that a lot of people tuned into you know it's on Amazon in the U- in uh, the US and in Canada uh, it was in the Lumpany Boxing Stadium it's an exciting cool fight between two guys who I think obviously John Lineker everyone knows in, if you're and I'm, ta- I'm talking here I'm talking from the point of view my point of view and the point of view of like the the European, maybe, and American fans. Now, maybe a little bit different in, in Asia and other places as well. Um, but that's the point of view I'm talking for. I think when you have John Lineker at top of card, when you know Fabrizio Andrade as well, when you've heard of him at least, I think it gives uh, it, it gives something a little bit extra. You know, they had fought in October the year before. It was the accidental grind strike. And then they're coming back in and they're fighting here again. You know, John Lineker has been in one championship for for a few years now and this is you know this is the big one for him um i want for one championship you know i think they had a year the year before and then someone into this year as well where some of those those people who maybe they would have wanted to have won fights didn't win them now that did change a little bit i think with demetrius and other ones but even think the last few years and this is meritocracy. This is not a criticism or anything like that. It's maybe the opposite of a criticism. Actually, maybe it's it's a compliment that the likes of Solich, the likes of John Lineker, the likes of Demetrius Johnson, the likes of Eddie Alvarez back in the day were all given tough enough matchups that they could lose. But also unfortunate because maybe they can't grow like that, maybe they, like they'd want to. But very good fight. Andrade won that one. And elsewhere on that card, Matt Wynn uh, got a decision. There was a few decisions on that card. Not a, a massive standout card apart from the main event. Um, a really good fight then on the uh, one championship eight card, uh, in Singapore on March twenty fourth. Um, Itsuki Hirata fought C uh, Sohi Ham. You know Sohi Ham came over. Obviously, she was in the UFC uh, and elsewhere, and 
she brought, I think, a very good level to one championship. You know, she is someone who's been in there with some very, very, very good fighters down through the years. You know, in, in, as I said, in the UFC, with the likes of you know people like you know Courtney Casey, Joanne Wood, who were probably ranked at the time, and Beck Rollins and Danielle Taylor. Um, you know, even since you know since that. Uh, uh, Denise Mwanga in one championship Mia Yamamoto in Risen so she's been in there with a very good level of fighters and I think signing a fighter like that when you have the likes of Stamp when you have the likes of Hirata uh, even you know, changing weight classes with Jinan Zhang I think it's very important to have that and the fact she came in got a win there I think was good for one championship as well as we'll see later on in the year uh, one on prime nine then this was a card with some very good MMA fights. I remember previewing this and thinking um, we, we had Mangbo on this card. She got a good win. We had Denise Wanga on this card. She got a good win. And women's MMA in one championship, I think, you know, people talked about the men's MMA side of it. I think the women's MMA side of it has really strived, th- thrived, strived, thrived, and become really good. And you could argue their biggest star, Tam Fairtex, um, is a woman. And their last biggest star before that, Angela Lee, unfortunately, you know, we, we know what happened with, with Angela Lee's sister. Now she's retired as well. She was arguably the biggest star before that. So I, I think the fact of having the likes of Mingbo, Soe Ham, Denise Moanga, who are there to put up challenges to the likes of him, I think that's really, really good. I think it's really, really good. Elsewhere on this card, Izzy Ficateo got a win in the middleweight division. And uh, Helena Mir beat uh, uh, Maurice Abedi. Um, we, I suppose, a few of those cards and a few after them as well. There, there was a tendency, and and when you look back at it, it's it's more so than when you're watching it at the time. There was the headliner as a Muay Thai fight, a kickboxing fight, and sometimes you look at those cards in retrospect and think. Okay, maybe maybe we could have gotten another name in mixed martial arts, and you know maybe maybe I didn't do that enough. And going forward, I think I really do think that's something they need to do. But that's exactly what they did on one on Prime Ten. You know, this was the card of the year. I think without a shadow of a doubt for for one championship, one of the biggest they put on. I think I interviewed Chattery before this, and. Um, he was kind of saying that I, I kind of said to him, "Is this the big, biggest card you've ever, ever done?" And and you know, he was talking about One X and and other things as well, which were I think One X was was probably it. But this was a massive, important card for one championship. I think it really, really, really was because you had you had the stars that they you, you, well, you had a lot of the stars that one championship needs to flourish i think on this card and a lot if not all well not not all but a lot of the results went their way none more so than demetrius johnson beating adriana morris like when you sign demetrius johnson and you're one championship and you you know talk about martial arts you are the leader in martial arts not mixed martial arts but martial arts demetrius johnson i don't think anyone would disagree has been one of the best martial artists in the world over the last few years you know a brilliant fighter. Maybe he doesn't have the selling power. Maybe he doesn't have the drawing power. Maybe he isn't selling pay-per-views. But if you're talking about high quality as a fighter, if you're talking about a great martial artist, a promotion like One Championship wants to be headed by a guy like Demetrius Johnson. And the fact that he had lost to Adriana Marais was not good for them. It, look, results are results, and that's MMA. MMA is MMA. But when he got back, or when he beat Adriana Marais... And it was, you know, great, 
a comeback in terms of um, Demetrius is old enough now, and you know, as a smaller guy with speed and everything, and plus, you know, we know what the one championship's weight cutting, so it's more like one thirty-five than one twenty-five, and Demetrius never. Uh, you know, he struggled at 135 at the top level always throughout his career, although he won like 13, 14 fights at 135, which people seem to remember. So for him to do that, just in my mind, look, Dimitri Shanton, I have a picture of him up there in front of me behind the camera. Um, He's the greatest of all time for me. And for one championship to get an ember of the maybe the, 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 the last part of his career was massive for them. I really, really do think it was massive for them. And that was one of the highlights of the year. No doubt about it at all. Like, hopefully Demetrius will be back. I'd love to see him fight again. I still think there's a, le- a bit little left in the tank. But the other things I had on this card as well, apart from, you know, very good prospect like Rick Young beating another good prospect in uh, uh, Tynanus with a great nickname, Tynanosaurus Rex. They had Anna Sang winning here. But also three other massive fights. Um, first of all, Sage Narcot. Like Sage, a known entity from the UFC, a character, a peep, you know, every MMA fan, if you, even if you're a lapsed fan, you know who Sage Narcot is, right? And they had him here, and he won in, what, 39 seconds against Ahmed Mushtaba, who's a good fighter. Big for them. Stamp Fairtex won. Big for them. She is a star. She does the dance. She has the charisma of four Shawn Michaels, you know? <laughs> She's one of them. Her winning for one championship is massive. And then they had Roberto Soldic and Kadisam, which maybe didn't go the way they would have wanted it. You know, paid big money to get Soldic. You know, we had the, the incident with the low blow and stuff before that. Uh, and then he lost to Kadisam. But, you know, the story going forward, maybe how he's going to work his way back up. But to have... To, to, I think also, though, to show that you have someone like Kadisam on your ranks who's good enough to beat Roberto Soldic, who people were talking about as one of the best welterweights, middleweights in the world, I think that's big. So... You know, a negative maybe overall, but a positive in a few ways for them. We move on to the next card. Um, you know, some of their top talent on this, not a whole lot again of MMA fights on it. Ilya Freeman have got a win here uh, on, on this against uh, Shinny. Um, Mansour Manshiev uh, beat Jeremy Miado in the flyweight division to... Uh, Possibly earned himself a title shot, but I think we'll still see on that. Um, and it was a very good win for Conwon Neal as well, who's uh, one of our top featherweights coming through. Um, Gary Tonin then popped back to MMA and beat Shamil Gassanov. I, t- I thought uh, this was going to be a tough one, honestly, for Gary Tonin, but he bounced back and he won. And again, one of their stars, you know, the American jiu-jitsu guy who a lot of people, I suppose, put... put um, uh, you know, pressure maybe is the wrong word, but a lot of people expect an awful lot from a guy like Gary Tonin, and when he got knocked out the way he did uh, against, uh, it was Tan Lee, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's not easy, always easy to come back from that, but he did, and he came back and he got the submission uh, in this fight. The, um, the heavyweight division and the 135-pound division, I think, are always interesting ones in one championship as well. Amir Ali Akbari got a win over Dustin Johnson here. And Yuya Wakamatsu came back and beat uh, uh, Ouija in in, uh, in this card as well. Um, we move on to the next card and the the comeback of John Lineker in a fight against Jae-Won Kim, who, you know, we're in August at this stage now and the cards are already, so the, the, the prime cards are moving quick. That was a fight as well for John Lineker that was big, I thought. Like, that's that's a fight that John Lineker 
you know, doesn't win all the time. I think that was a tough fight, but the, the way he came back as well in that fight, the end of the third round, he could have he could have been losing that fight. You know, there's no shadow of doubt about that. And he gets the win with four seconds left in the third, third round. Absolutely massive um, for John Lineker and for one championship as well. The one championship fight of the year was also on this card. Uh, Rug Rug against Bouchesha. I loved this fight so much. Like Some people call it fight of the year. Some people call it worst fight of the year. I'm definitely on fight of the year. Uh, the, the fight of the year side of it. I love this so much. It had everything you wanted in maniac, mad MMA. You know, mad heavyweight MMA. People almost getting submitted. People standing up. People getting tired, people throwing it all in there, getting hurt and coming back. Love this fight so much. I'd love to see a rematch. But uh, Rugro got the win and, and he moved forward in uh, in that heavyweight division. The next card again was a massive card for one championship uh, in September. One on Prime 14. Because you had two of the biggest stars again on it. Stamp and John Lineker and both of them got wins. For Stamp to get the win here win the title against Soe Ham, who I mentioned earlier on. And the point I made about Soe Ham, that she gives gravitas to it, the fact that she has been there in the UFC, she has beaten some very good people. She's been around for a long time, you know, 26 wins in her career against nine losses. That's a very good record. And Stamp, who, you know, came in as a, 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 a Muay Thai practitioner, you know, the bit of kickboxing, all of that as well, you know, or they call her three-sport champion. Um, the fact... That 13 fights into her career, she's now looking like, uh, she looks like a superstar when she walks to the cage and outside of the cage and all of that. In the cage, she always looked very good, but now she looks like a superstar in the cage as well. Um, this was a phenomenal win. She got the finish uh, in the third round. And I'm gonna I'm just going to say it right now, Sam Fairtex is my... One championship fighter of the year. Um, she was fantastic in this fight. She's been, as I said, fantastic inside and outside of the cage. And uh, I, I think she is a star going forward from. She is someone that when you're thinking about your big cards, the ones, you know, on whatever weekend you pick out where you're going to have John Lineker, you're going to have maybe Demetrius, you maybe have Solidage coming back, maybe have a new signing or something like that. She's the one that should be on that card. At the top of it, co-made of it, whatever it might be. She should be the one that you get the most eyes in front of. And she earned that this year. Really good. Um, John Lineker won in this. Edward Fyland came back with a great win. Mauro Sorelli in the heavyweight division. And uh, again, Morris Abedi, who had a great year for one championship, got a win on this card too. Um, Tani and Ilya Freemanov, maybe the, the most high-level fight of the year coming into it, in my opinion, but it was over very quickly. Tan Lee got the heel hook, uh, a great win for him over Freemanov. Um, we talked about Mansour Makhiev in the flyweight division before against Joshua Passio. Um, and uh, Passio got the win here. Um, and I thought it would be the other way around. So there was a, a few shocks on this one. Uh, uh, Liping Zhang got over Timothy Natsukin as well. And Echo Rani lost to, to Yang Hu. So uh, a lot of uh, the underdogs, I think, uh, got through on uh, on that card. Um, the 116 card was not a, a massive amount of mixed martial arts. Very good win for Bin Tynan who uh, I think is a good prospect. G I, I like uh, his opponent, Ji Wong Kang, who's a really good kickboxer and thought he'd win that one, but he didn't. Talil Amir got another win there. Um, 
big upset as well. I am Miura against the Mungbo. I thought Mung would win that one, but she didn't. And the rematch, Lita Adewang beat Jeremy Miado there as well. Um, the the Krilia fight was the, the last fight of the year then on December 8th, and that had no mixed martial arts on it. So that was, uh, <laughs> you know, all my tie. And uh, I, 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 I think that was a mistake. I think they should have had at least a few mixed martial arts fights on it. Um, right, so th- those are all the prime cards from this year. There's only one card on the fight nights that had a world championship fight, and that was Anatoly Malyakin against Arjun Singh Buller um, on one fight nights 22 back in June, who fought for the uh, heavyweight title. In my, it was heavyweight title, indeed it was. So, um, yeah, and that was a big win for him. It was, he's only... Will fight and his only win, obviously, of this year. Now, some of these, I'm going to go through a few of the champions here before we go any further. Some of these had grappling matches, Muay Thai, and stuff like that, but just in mixed martial arts itself. So, Malyakin, one fight and one win this year. Uh, Jared Brooks in mixed martial arts, no fights this year. Demetrius Johnson, uh, one fight and one win over Adriana Morais. Uh, Wonderboy. Fabrizio Andrade, he fought once against John Lineker. I know he fought in, in uh, kickboxing as well, and he beat John Lineker. Then a few of the others, uh, with champions as well, but John Lineker himself, first of all, he fought three times this year, uh, went two and one, beat Steve Loman, which you mentioned uh, earlier, and, and came as well, but lost to Fabrizio Andrade. Christian Lee didn't fight this year. Obviously, the circumstances around the, the dead of his sister were, were a big part uh, of that, but it looks like he is uh, coming back. Um, uh, Tan Lee fought once this year as the interim champion. He beat Ilya Freemanov to win that in October. Uh, Tang Kai then didn't fight this year. Uh, Stamp fought twice in May this year against Elise Anderson and Soyam. I believe she had a kickboxing match as well. And then Jinan Zhang didn't fight in MMA this year. I believe she had a custom rules match as well. So a pretty inactive year for the champions. And if we're to look ahead to next year, that would be... I suppose the the big wish of it. We've talked about it already, and I won't repeat it. But about more MMA fights, but more championship MMA fights are what are needed. There is. I'm just looking at here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine. I believe champions. I just read out plus John Lineker. If you're having twelve cards next year, your your um your aim should definitely be to get at least one championship MMA fight on all of them, if not two. You know, so two, that's 24 championship MMA fights. You have nine champions. You know, it'll be a stretch. It'll definitely be a stretch, but it, it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility, you know, to, to actually do that. Um, so that is, that that's a big thing I would look forward to. Another thing for one championship. Um, so one championship put on an awful lot of cards now. They're, you know, putting out an awful lot of money. There was talks of, you know, Chashi was speaking recently about uh, further investment and the next round of investment and getting to um, getting to a profit. Plus, there's another couple of things I want to talk about as well. I think that is tantamount to the future success of one championship. I think for a lot of people out there, a lot of people kind of like saying, oh, yeah, best to look or whatever. I think a lot of people have the wrong attitude towards that. They should be hoping. Just like Bellator, a lot, a lot of you know, there's a lot of negativity around Bellator. Oh, it'll go away, Grant. I really want the Bellator to stay. And, you know, it kind of has half said. You should want Bellator, PFL, Cage Warriors, UFC, all of these to succeed. It's better for us. It's better for the fighters. Look, there can be a lot of mixed martial arts, a lot of martial arts. But there's a better 
better off having a lot of martial arts than having no martial arts or less martial arts and less places for people to fight in. So for one championship, I hope the future uh, is bright and I hope they can keep going on the way they were with even improvements. Now, there are some... Uh, look, the signs of not as many MMA fights, you couldn't call that a good sign. They've said they're going to change that. If they do, that will be a good sign, right? If they don't, probably not. But the other two good signs, I think, they have signed on again with Amazon. Um, we talked about that before, and the people in America would know more about that to me. But the last thing I want to talk about, my more you know, from my area, they signed with Sky Sports, and I, I. I think this is absolutely massive for them. And if people don't understand, right, if, if you're an American tuning in here and maybe you're thinking, oh, Sky Sports a real big deal. You know, we've seen BT Sports and uh, other places before. You know, I signed with the UFC and, you know, PFL are on places, you know, and, and other other promotions have been on Channel 4 and things like that, right? This is an absolute game changer. An absolute game changer. Now, it's a, it's a game changer... If, it, if it's pushed, and if everything I'm about to say actually happens, right? If they push this the way they push a lot of their sports, it could really garner a serious amount of fans for one championship. And it, even if it does, it, it will do that, right? And even if it doesn't, it will make one championship a household name in the UK and Ireland for sports fans. No shadow or doubt about that. That's how big Sky Sports is. If you sign with BT Sports, TNT Sports now, it doesn't do that. You don't do that. You, you know, they have some great things. They have the Champions League, they have some Premier League football. You know, I might say UFC fight night, you know, UFC 296 coming up this weekend on, you know, in the middle of the Man United game and people will think about it, hear about it and all, right? That's great and that will help, but it's not a massive game changer. There's a fight night this weekend, you know, great. What Sky have is something very different. They'll have also that, so they have the Premier League and most of the Premier League matches. So I'm sure if there's a big one championship fight, Jonathan Haggerty is this weekend, this English guy is fighting here, the greatest of all time, Demetrius Johnson is fighting tonight. They'll have that like uh, uh, like they would have in TNT Sports. What they also have is Sky Sports News. And if you're unfamiliar with Sky Sports News, what it is is a 24-hour sports news channel. And it's one of those chances, and I know in America they have, uh, is it Sports Center, you know, that comes on maybe at 10, and they probably have, there probably is 24-hour uh, sports news channels as well in America, I assume, maybe, I may, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I think there's maybe an ESPN News or something like that. But Sky Sports News, I think, is a little bit different. Like, we don't have as many channels here. When Sky Sports News started, it was something a little bit different, something sports fans would have wanted all the time. And it's something that to this day is a daily watch for people. So I'll give you an example. It's been a few weeks now, as you can see, but my hairdressers, I go in there, you know, there's small hairdressers, two lads inside there, they've one TV up there. What do you watch when you're having your, your haircut? Sky Sports News. You go to a local shopping center here, you, you know, you grab a cup of tea, you sit down in like the middle area. What's on the TV? Sky Sports News. You know, you're wait, you're waiting for the UFC to start. You're waiting for one championship to start. It's it's twenty to ten. It's coming on at ten o'clock. What do you do? Four. What is it now? Four one one, four one nine, or whatever it is. Put it in. Watch Sky Sports News for twenty minutes. That's what Sky Sports News is. 
It's a daily watch. You get up in the morning, okay, I have a half an hour before I go to work, put on Sky Sports News, see who Man United are after buying, see you, you know, the reaction to Liverpool after losing or whatever it might be. And they have done wonders for certain sports like um, Formula One, boxing with Anthony Joshua, Ricky Hatton and people like that down through the years. They've even, like... There was this sport, Kabaddi. I don't know if people know it. They were talking about it all the time, and I watched a bit of it. I kind of got into it for a while. That's what can happen with sports that are on Sky Sports News. And now one championship is on Sky Sports News. And Sky Sports News is one as well who is biased, right? They will not mention the UFC, Bellator, PFL, unless, you know, maybe if Leon Edwards wins a title or something like that. that that's it, right? That's it. Never other than that. But the, because they have one championship now, one championship will be a weekly, if not daily, occurrence. They will mention it. They will push it. You will see Demetrius Johnson on their screens. You will see Stamp. You will see the English people. I would be very surprised if one championship didn't do an event in the UK, didn't sign UK fighters, Irish fighters, in, in Ireland as well as the UK. This happens. This is a massive deal for one championship. And I think they should push it and really push this market as well. Because PFL Europe... Cage wires, KSW, all the people who have a foot a footprint in this market do not have Sky Sports. Now they have it. That's massive for them. So looking forward to next year, that is definitely something to keep an eye on for one championship. And another, do you know one one other thing before before I go and before I leave you, one thing one championship have as well that most of the other uh, places do not have is this. They have one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven fight nights already announced. Seven. Uh, I think Cage Warriors just announced there last week, maybe four or five, so they're good as well. PFL, none. Uh, the UFC have a few, obviously. You know, KSW have one or two. I like the fact that One Championship have laid out their stall. Now, there's, there's going to be, obviously, more events added and bits and pieces, but to have... A lot of events there, like they have fight nights, 44, 40, uh, sorry, 45, 46. They have one one six five. they have one on Prime, 19, 20, one, one, six, one, sorry, one, one, 66, easy for me to say. Love that, absolutely love that. And we have something to look forward to. We have places in the calendar for one going forward, and that is absolutely brilliant. So overall, I, I give one an A plus for the year. I really enjoyed it. Um, a big year coming up next year. My fighter of the year, Sam Fairtex, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to uh, getting charged for another year of one championship. All right, we will leave it there. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is Sean G and for Shardog.com, and I'll see you all next time.